Hello everyone, this is Dr. Lewis Blevins of Pituitary World News podcasting to you today from the Bay Area in Northern California. I'm actually out on a walk standing by the San Francisco Bay and watching snowy egrets fish for their evening meal. Well, the results are in. Jorge and I recently conducted a survey through Pituitary World News of patients' experiences and attitudes towards obtaining health care via telemedicine in the COVID-19 era. And I want to share the results of that survey with you. In all, we had 72 uh, complete responses. About 91 people started the survey, but 72 finished it. 62% of those who completed the survey reside in the United States, and the remainders were from all areas of the world. Um, I found the results to be really not surprising based on the conversations that I've had with my patients. And I would have to say that I probably align fairly well with uh, the concerns that most patients have expressed in this survey. Um, Interestingly, um, about 68% of respondents have had some form of a visit with a physician since the COVID-19 pandemic began approximately seven to eight months ago. 77% of those visits were accomplished by telemedicine. We asked respondents whether their health care had changed in frequency or amount uh, since uh, the COVID-19 pandemic began. And um, it uh, seems that about 44% of you have the, received the same amount of health care, whereas 13% have noted an increase in the health care received, and 43%, which is rather surprising to me, have noticed a decrease in the amount of health care received uh, since the pandemic began. Now, we didn't ask why that might be the case, so please send us your comments and, and let us know if you have experienced a decrease in the amount of health care received. There are lots of potential reasons, including access, fear of obtaining uh, a COVID-19 infection, visiting a healthcare facility, etc. We did try to get at that, some of that, uh, and I'll go over those results in a moment. We asked patients whether they were concerned about going to a testing facility to obtain laboratory tests in advance of or following a visit. What we learned was that about one-third of respondents were comfortable going to the laboratory facility to have studies obtained, whereas 17% were uncomfortable and 26% were uh, somewhat uncomfortable. So that's roughly uh, 41%, 43% rather, of patients uh, who responded to this survey are uncomfortable going to a facility to have laboratory tests obtained. We inquired the same about obtaining an MRI study and found that 35% of folks were comfortable going to the facility, whereas 12% were uncomfortable and 27% were somewhat uncomfortable, for a total of 39% of patients who uh, were some degree of uh, discomfort going to a hospital to get an MRI. We did ask what proportion of people were fearful of obtaining COVID-19 if they sought healthcare in person, and uh, that uh, number was 63% of people were concerned 
about their exposure to or contacting COVID-19 in a healthcare facility. That's really no surprise. We were interested in whether or not there had been delays in healthcare uh, receipt or acquisition as a consequence of COVID-19. About one half of patients said that they had had a delay in getting an appointment with their provider. Uh, One third had a delay in obtaining medical therapy, while 30% or so had a delay in obtaining refills of medications. These are astounding numbers, and uh, they uh, do reflect that the COVID-19 pandemic has led to some perceived decreased access to health care. As I've stated before, I was uh, conducting telemedicine visits prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. Probably 15 or so percent of my visits were via telemedicine. Now it's roughly 99 percent via telemedicine and I anticipate that we will have uh, many patients who want to continue to obtain healthcare via telemedicine after the pandemic has uh, resolved. Uh, so we asked you folks, uh, the patients, what do you think? And about 60 percent of respondents anticipate uh, participating in telemedicine visits after the pandemic is over. I think this is probably because uh, it's convenient, it works, uh, it uh, is less time consuming, and there are many other uh, potential uh, benefits to be gained by participating in telemedicine visits. One of the unfortunate uh, scenarios that uh, we encounter now in the COVID-19 era is that because doctors' offices and hospitals and other healthcare facilities want to limit the number of people who are coming through the front doors who might potentially bring COVID-19 to the facility or people who might catch COVID-19 while they're at the facility is that we are seeing uh, most of these centers and physicians' offices restricting the number of people who can come in with the patient. And in some cases, the patient's left to come in all alone, uh, which is optimal in some situations, uh, certainly uh, not optimal and even unacceptable in others because some patients do require the support of a caregiver or a family member or a friend or someone who can help them synthesize what was said after the visit. And um, so we asked the question, um, how important was it that you have a a, a person in attendance with you at the the time you receive your medical care? And... um, About 48% of uh, folks thought that it was of some degree of importance, whereas 34% said it was not important, and 17% remained neutral on that particular topic. Hopefully this will all change at some point in the future, and we'll be able to uh, see less consternation on both sides and and, uh, more appropriate um, screening procedures and abilities to allow patients to have those that uh, are important to them to be present uh, with those uh, with them in the visits for those uh, uh, visits whether it be MRI laboratory results or or a provider visit. I think it'll be a long time before we'll have people sleeping in the hospital rooms uh, to keep their loved one company after surgery or during a hospitalization Uh, but uh, hopefully we'll find a good middle ground in the near future. All right, that's it for the survey. Jorge is going to post some of the individual comments that some of you made. 
to accompany this podcast. Uh, I thought they were all very useful. And rather than summarize them, uh, we're just going to publish them so you can read them. It's pretty much like looking through comments on a Facebook page or some other social media page uh, where them they're uh, often very useful so that you can truly see how others are feeling and thinking about uh, situations that are important to all of us. So once again, Dr. Lewis Blevins, and uh, I wish you all the best of health. I'll remind you to wear a mask, use hand sanitizers, practice social distancing, and everybody stay healthy. If you feel that you're not healthy, seek medical advice and an evaluation sooner rather than later. Have a wonderful evening. Please stay tuned for more interesting podcasts and articles. Pituitary World News is a non-profit organization dedicated to educate and inform and to reduce the time it takes to diagnosis. If you'd like to help, you can do so by making a contribution. Support comes from our readers and listeners. So if you'd like to contribute, please go to pituitarywellnews.org, click on the Get Involved button, and follow the easy directions. Thank you, and thank you for listening.